Darling, it's the Shy Life Podcast. <laughs> yes, well, it's a positive thing, Paul. The High Life, the Shy Life. You won't find a cast of characters like this everywhere. Hello, Paul. Delicious. This particular episode of the Shy Life is, is a little more abstract than usual. <laughs> okay, it looks like the hairy guy is ready to record. Three, two, one. Go Shy Yeti. Oh, I hope he hasn't found out my secret. Do you think he has? Hello and welcome to yet another episode of the Shy Life Podcast with me, Paul the Shy Yeti. How are you doing? Ah, I'm all right. Ah, dear, oh dear. Uh, look, um, listen, we've got a treat in store for you this time. We've got uh, we've, we've got a, a special guest who's joining us again, but I think that, um, well, I think I, I'll tell you who it is after we've run the main theme music. Okay, let, let, let's, let's get that theme music playing. It's time for my old buddy, old pal, from across the channel, across the pond, Bob Chandler, the shy daddy. He's not that shy. Oh, he's shy like Yeah. All I wanted was a pie. And then I hatched out of an egg. Okay, bring the mic over. He's ready to record. It's the quiet ones you've got to watch, you know. Is it metaphorical? Is it is it deep? Is it deep? But that boy, he's got all that shy is right. Blimey, Governor, it's the Shy Life Podcast. If you thought that was bad, just listen to this. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait for it to begin. It's the Shy Life Podcast. He's positively glowing. <laughs> Okay, listen. So we're back, um, uh, and uh, my special guest is here. It's 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 Ryan, comic book Ryan again. <laughs> Hi, Ryan. Hi, Paul. How are you doing? I'm doing okay. How are you doing this weekend? Oh, not too bad. But uh, I just thought this was a good chance to to share um, something that happened with with you and I the the other day. Well, not just you and I, but the whole gang, uh, and and how you sort of helped me. Um, it, it was another trip, listeners. Uh, well, we we went to space again, and well, I th- I think that uh, we might as well just just get on with telling the story. Um, if I remember, it went something like this. Well, Ryan, I'm so glad that you joined me again to come to another Space Comic Mart. You must have really enjoyed that last one. I did. I had so much fun and I found so many things that I don't get to see very often. I couldn't pass up another chance to go out with you. Yeah, yeah. Um, This time uh, we're heading uh, to to Saturn. So uh, it'll be different, but uh, I'm not quite sure. I I I haven't been to to Saturn, or at at least not not recently at least i've unless i've forgotten about it which is quite possible but um i'm a little bit suspicious listeners uh, and ryan um yes the uncle john is is somewhere on the ship he, he he's coming as well um but uh, he he claims he's got stuff to sell but uh, uh I, I mean what sort of stuff would he have to sell at a comic mart well I, I, yeah i don't know um i think 
we need to uh, keep an eye on him, basically, because you know what he's like. I mean, I, I do apologise for how he was bothering you um, the last time we, we, we spoke with, with all that business about discounts and things. Um, he, you know what he's like. He's, he's very opportunistic, but he doesn't necessarily think it through. I mean, it, mm-hmm. all, all, all he knew is that he wanted a discount, but he didn't even know what he wanted to buy. But uh, uh, um, anyway... Anyway, um, as usual, we've got um, you know some some time to kill before we get to Saturn. But uh, um, actually, listeners, I, I promised to help uh, Ryan because um, he, he's very good. He's coming all the way to Saturn, but he's he's got to go to a party or something. Is, you're going to a party or something? Is that right? Or, or you, you, uh, you need to choose some wine for something, didn't you say? Mm-hmm. I'm cooking a special dinner tonight and decided yeah. I needed a wine. Unfortunately, I know absolutely <laughs> nothing about wine. Oh dear. Um, and, and um, yes, I have promised to get him back in time for this. Uh, so he's, he's he's very good coming to Saturn, and yet he's still got to get back in time for. But uh, so, um, uh, what what sort of what sort of um, wine are you in, are you looking for? What sort of meal are you preparing? Uh, I'm preparing pasta. I'm uh, actually the the sauce is simmering as we speak. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, well, I, I take it that the dogs will be looking after it because when you're up in Saturn, it'll be difficult. Or you're going to be watching. It. Are you able to cook from a distance? I, I'm not sure. No, yeah. I've I've instructed the dogs to watch my sauce. They've they've kind of piled on top of each other. We have servers oh, on the right, bottom, yes. Apollo's in the middle, and Trips on top, and he's watching the sauce. That that makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. So. Um, what 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 sort of sauce? I'm just trying to t- to, to look on the computer database. Uh, uh, pasta sauce is it tomato based or? It is or... tomato based, and it's going to have meatballs. Oh, meatballs! So, um, what type of wine? Type of wine would go with that? Let's see what it says. Probably say Dr Pepper. No, that's not wine. Um, <laughs> At the summit, maybe wine. It, it, it might. Say, it, it'll probably end up saying, um, "What sort of wine should you put in it?" But uh, uh, what? Oh dear, it's it's, it's 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 not being very helpful. What? Let's. I put it the other way around. I should better do this. This is I'm being a librarian and things. What type of wine goes with? Oh dear, oh dear. Uh, I thought the computer would. This, I thought as we were on the, the ship, the computer might be a bit stronger, a bit better, but uh, it'll probably recommend wine from Jupiter or something. Um, oh, here we go. Uh, this wine. Uh, oh, right. Uh, it says Chardonnay. Well, that's, that's that's not very. I could have just said Chardonnay. I mean, it does say <laughs> that Chardonnay. Chardonnay's like one of the most famous. Uh, Doesn't Chardonnay uh, just go with everything? Yeah, exactly. That's that's just. Oh, just a minute. We go. Uh, seven refined wines that go well with pasta. Um, so let's see. Let's see. They've, it's a very nice presentation. I just hope they've put as much, uh, um, you know, uh, work into actually choosing the wine. Uh, seven wines to p- pair with pasta: Cabernet Sauvignon. That's uh, uh, I says it's I a, believe that's a red wine. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, black. It is primary flavour of that of black currant, uh, um, with overtones of mint, cherry, vanilla, and tobacco. But you can never taste any of these things. Yeah. <laughs> uh, unless you've got really uh, sensitive, uh, lots of ac- acidic content. I hope it's not too much acidic. But, uh, <laughs> dissolving the, the glass. But, uh, uh, Pinot Noir, that's uh, light red wine. 
do, do, I know you said you weren't really um, uh, a connoisseur. Do you, do you think red or white would would, would um, be preferable for, for your for your um, uh, uh, diners uh, for yourself and your diners? I think probably a red. I've got yeah, lots of white good. in the bar already, and I want to get something special, so probably a red wine. Mm. Well, Pinot Noir says light red wine. Um, uh, goes well with tomato-based pastas because of its lighter structure. Um, it, it's uh, well, it says uh, it goes well with mushroom pastas as well. And strawberry and black cherry are common Pinot Noir flavors. Uh, uh, Z- uh that's uh, that's um, I think that's red as well. Uh, oh no, well I think there's a red. I think there's red and white Zin- Zinfandel. Um, Is that a mix? This. No, I think you can get a white or you can get a red. Ah. Uh, and uh, this wine also goes well with spaghetti and meatballs, sausage-based sauces and bolognese. Chardonnay? Um, but I think I think Chardonnay is just a bit too obvious. So, I mean, it does say, <laughs> it does say it'll go with, you know, mushroom-based pastas and vegetable lasagnas. And, um, but I don't know. Uh, Merlot. Now, Merlot, that is... Um, uh, that's red. Uh, it, it's mellow flavour. It's backed by its fruity plum and black cherry flavour. A full-bodied Merlot goes well with meaty lasagnas and bolognese. If you're adding pancetta, bacon or mushrooms, a light-bodied Merlot is sure to complement the pasta dish. Um, it's best to avoid pairing Merlot with cream-based pasta sauces. Um, Riesling. I think Riesling is... I think... I have that... I have that quite a bit, but I think that's think white, white. But I, but I think it's also quite low alcohol, like quite sweet, um, yeah, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. But um, um, it's got a hint of apple, peach, and pear. Um, you get a hint of lovely honeysuckle and four tones. Goes well with mushrooms, uh, stuff like stuffed mushroom. Oh no, just a minute. What does it say? <laughs> <laughs> it complements cream-based sauces and also goes well with stuffed and mushroom-based pastas. Okay, yes, it says sweet and spicy, uh, so it's suitable for spicy pasta dishes. Um, I don't know about that one. S- no, S- San Giovese. So, apologies, listeners, for for um, not being very good at pronouncing things. Um, this is the last one on this list. Uh, it's a red wine that is neither strong as Cabernet Sauvignon nor mild as Merlot. That's mildly uh, confusing. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think Merlot was that much, but there we go. Uh, this naturally fruity and high tannic wine is quite food friendly. Well, I hope quite as compared to one that kind of dissolves the food or so. Um, this wine is a cherry and violet, a vi- violet, not violent. Uh, it's a cherry and violet flavour, and is well known for its vibrant acidity. Ooh, I don't know if you want that. Um, it's, I think it's. And I wonder it pairs so well with pastas paired to tomato sauce like lasagna, spaghetti, and meatballs. Um, I don't know. Uh, I I like the sound of don't know uh, those others in Fandel Pinot Noir. Don't know. I think I may go with a Cabernet. I think that one mm. interested mm, me the yeah. most. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, let us know. Uh, let us know how it went. Now, sure. uh, <laughs> uh, oh, sorry, Ick, um, uh, what's going on? Do you know where the temple John is? I'm sorry, I don't. Um, we, 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 Ryan and I are just, uh, well, doing research for cooking. Oh, yes, right. 
I'm, I'm afraid I haven't prepared a buffet this time. No, 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 no it's fine. No, it's fine because Ryan's got to get back after the comic mart and, and do cooking. So, no, I, I don't know where your Uncle John is. I haven't seen him, but I think we're going to do some trivia. So, uh, are we anywhere near Saturn yet? Um, but we're getting there, Paul. Oh, oh, good. Well, time, time for me to do some trivia. Um, yes, yes, no problem. <sighs> no. Uh, Cheers, cheers. Oh, he's gone. Um, it's all good. It's all go. Everyone's I, got I, places to be. I wonder what your Uncle John is doing. Whether he's just, um, just being nosy. But, uh, um, and I mean, what on earth can he have to sell? Anyway, um, I've got some trivia, and um, it's it's comic book related again. So I'm I'm gonna sure. I'm gonna see whether I mean, of course, it could be rubbish. Uh, um, if you get all the answers wrong that it's definitely rubbish and and it's made up so. uh, oh there we go get rid of that comic book trivia this is a bit different it's a it's a it's a random site I found but um, uh, what I'll what I'll do is ask the question and if you want the there's four options so okay. um, I, I, I won't I'll let you if you want the options then ask for the options and then we'll see from there so question one what superhero was born with the curse of Kordax? With the curse of Kordax? Mm. Do you want the options? Yes, I do want the options for that one. Captain Marvel, Hawkman, Ghost Rider, or Aquaman? Oh, I don't know. I don't know this one. <laughs> you we... stumped me right off the bat. Oh, dear. What, should, we, should we choose one? I don't even know what happens when I press the, uh, the button. <laughs> Is there any you know it definitely isn't? Because that's sometimes a way to... Um, I'm going to take a wild stab and say maybe Aquaman. That sounds like something that he would be stuck yeah. with. Okay. Uh, oh, it, it made a ding, ding, ding noise in my head. Um, <laughs> <laughs> born of royal Atlantean blood, Aquaman, the infant prince Orin, Orin, was abandoned for having blonde hair. That sounds. That's pretty. That's pretty harsh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, gosh, uh, you'd have lost one of Abba if if, if that was the case. Um, which, according to Atlantean myth, signifies the curse of Kordax. Oh my goodness, that would explain a lot. The child left for dead was rescued and raised by a lighthouse keeper before eventually discovering his royal heritage and reclaiming his birthright as king of, Atlant- of Atlantis. Wow. Okay. I remember I remembered the second part, but I couldn't remember the Kordax part. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I want to try another one. I don't know how there's pages of this, so I think we'll be using this website for, for years to come. But uh, <laughs> um, So I'll ask the question, and then we tell me if you want the options. Sure. Question two, what supervillain was created when Emil Blonsky accidentally exposed himself to a concentrated burst of gamma rays. You could read oh, that question. You could read Adel that question. Blonsky was the abomination. Yeah, well, that is one of the, the four options were Bi Beast, Abomin- Abomination, Doc Sampson, or the leader. But we're going for Abomination, yeah? Yes. Um, yes, you got that right. A spy attempting to steal the research of Dr. Bruce Banner, Emil Blonsky accidentally exposed himself. Two, a concentrated. Per- <laughs> no, he didn't actually. He didn't accidentally expose himself. We did. What he did. But Good thing it was just a radiation and not to like a crowd of people. Yeah, um, he accidentally exposed himself to a concentrated burst of gamma rays that transformed him into a green-skinned monster known as the Abomination. Unlike the Hulk, he retained his intelligence and personality, but he could not revert to human form. 
blimey. Uh, uh, he, he, uh, he, he'll be fun at parties, but uh, <laughs> uh, have witty banter. Mm-hmm. But, uh, okay, let's let's try this one. Question three: What Chester Gould character made his first appearance in the Detroit Free Press on October the fourth, nineteen thirty-one? Oh, what are my options for this one? Uh, Superman, Dick Tracy, Flash Gordon, or Buck Rogers? Oh, I don't know the answer to this one. Is there is there anything we can um, maybe, maybe uh, Dick Tracy? I think Dick Tracy would be the oldest of the ones that he made. That would be probably my best guess. Okay, let's um, let's yes, yes, you are correct. It's Dick, it's Dick Tracy. Um, <laughs> I'm two for two on guessing randomly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chester Gould's immortal Dick Tracy made his first appearance in the Detroit Free Press on October the 4th, 1931. Modelled after the, the innovative Sherlock Holmes, Dick Tracy introduced the world to new crime-fighting technologies such as the two-way wrist TV and the engineless car that took the detective to the moon. Hey, he could go to the moon in 1931. We've only been able to go mm. since beginning of 2021 no since well no we could go into space before that but not not anyway <laughs> um <laughs> I, I, i'll ask you two more and, okay. and then i've got some letters from from listeners um and then i think we'll probably be at saturn um what superhero grew up on the planet tamaran uh tamaran would be starfire that's that's cool because we've got the silver surfer starfire hawk girl and ultra boy and starfire Ding, ding, ding. Um, Starfire grew up on Tamaran, the youngest daughter of the planet's rulers, in order to ward off an alien invasion that threatened to destroy the entire planet. Her family gave her up as a peace offering to the powerful invaders who took her away and enslaved her. Eventually, Starfire escaped her captors and fled to Earth, where she joined the Teen Titans. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is the last one for now. Um... Edwin Jarvis serves as butler to what super team? Jarvis? Hmm. Edwin Jarvis. Want the options? Yeah, what are the options? I should know this. For for some reason I'm blanking. Mm. Teen Titans, Fantastic Four, Avengers or Justice League? Oh, Jarvis is... um, Should be Avengers. Uh. Jarvis is uh, Iron Man's assistant. When Tony Stark, Iron Man, first joined the Avengers, he offered his family mansion as the team's headquarters. Since that day, Jarvis, the Stark family butler, has maintained his residence in the mansion and has served as butler to Earth's mightiest heroes. I'm embarrassed that I didn't know that one immediately. Iron Man was my favorite comic book for many years. (laughs) Uh, um, Right. We'll, We'll... Look at some more of these later on. Now let, let's see. I had some had some emails from. I think it was a couple of our that uh, they're dog listeners again who have got questions oh. for you. Um, you. You really do have a big fan base. Uh, I, I I don't know if you're used to such attention uh, usually by eager eager um, eager fans, but you do have two, some dog fans. So I think this is a Pippi and Gigi the Chihuahuas. I feel like they at least. I feel like Pippi contacted us last time, but I might be wrong. Um, uh, apparently, they're asking, where did you get that T-shirt that you were wearing last episode? I don't know how they'd know that. How would they know what T-shirt you were wearing? 
I don't think I was wearing a t-shirt the last episode. <laughs> They're just hallucinating. Um, but if I uh, was wearing a t-shirt, it would have been from a website called Threadless. Uh-huh. <laughs> Do you sell t-shirts in, in your in your place of, of employment, in, in your comic shop? Sometimes. Sometimes we randomly get stuff in. We don't actively order t-shirts, but mm-hmm. we do have some. Yeah, yeah. I hope you have bigger sizes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I couldn't get yeah. in a skinny. I couldn't get in a skinny one. <laughs> and uh, most of the people who come into my store wouldn't be able to get into a small shirt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and and oh, Pippi and Gigi the Chihuahuas also um, they want to know uh, fact uh, some random facts like um, uh, particularly exclusive facts about your dogs things that they do or things that, that are unique to them have you got anything you can share with us two of my dogs are rescues from up north that were found in the wild and both of them have no use of their right eye mm-hmm. it's the same eye I mean that's yes. coincidence. Trip hmm. is missing his eye entirely and mm. Apollo's right eye um, he has no use of because the cornea was destroyed no oh. But I guess they they adapt. Yeah. Um, uh, aside from some loss of depth perception, they're fine. Mm. They just run into walls every once in a while if they're not paying attention, <laughs> and they're not they very have, good at catching treats. Do they wear glasses? They do not wear glasses. No. <laughs> not even not even sunglasses in the summer. Uh, Trip could probably use some sunglasses, but I feel like Apollo would probably tear them off his face. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Well. Uh, Pippi and Gigi, I hope that answers your questions. I don't know what you thought you were seeing when you thought Ryan was wearing a T-shirt, but um, <laughs> how you even think you see anything listening to a podcast? But there we go. <laughs> um, they're they're uh, chihuahuas with telepathy. Yes, yes. Remote um, I uh, I just noticed again Uncle John's moving around. I, I do, do you mind if I I just uh, uh, I I just call uh, another member of. of of the team and ask if they know anything about about um, what's going on. I won't be a second. Oh, you're my guest. Hello, Cromarty. Is that is that you? Hello, Paul. Gosh, are you calling me from space? I, I am. Yes. I meant to ask you this before we left. Have you got any idea why uh, Yeti Uncle John is uh, coming with us today? I mean, his real reason. Well, uh, I'm not sure I understand. Isn't he got some old comics to sell? Well, that's what he says. But I, I just wondered if you knew of any other reason, you know, some sort of sly plan he might have come up with. Oh, well, hmm, I, I guess that's a possible. Uh, but I'm afraid I don't know anything. Oh, well, never mind, never mind. Uh, how close are you to, uh, to, to your destination? Oh, uh, not, not too far, uh, I don't think. Uh, Paul, uh, I was going to remind you, you were going to play a clip this episode, uh, a chat you had with your mum, because it is nearly Mother's Day. Oh yes, Mother's Day, in the UK at least. Um, sure, if you want to, uh, if you want to put that in now, then, then please do. Uh, and, uh, yeah, well, thank, thanks for helping. No problem, Paul. No problem at all. Uh, yes, <laughs> well... Shall I introduce it, Paul? Uh, yes, yes, please, if you would. Uh, listeners, um, uh, whilst Paul and uh, Ryan head on to uh, uh, Saturn, uh, 
we will share with you a clip, a little chat between Paul and his mum. We caught it just the other day. <laughs> okay, Paul, <laughs> happy, happy travels. Uh, thanks, Cromarty. Uh, uh, speak to you again in a minute, listeners. <laughs> well, <laughs> kind of speak to you uh, immediately, but a few weeks ago with my mum. Oh, never mind. <laughs> oh dear, oh dear. Hello, Mum. How are you? Hello, Paul. How are you uh, doing? I'm oh, all right. Not, yeah, not too bad. Um, we're getting near Mother's Day, which means the uh, the weather's getting better and there uh, are more flowers in the garden. Not that in, They're not in my garden, but I presume they are in your garden. Yes, we've got, we got lots of snowdrops and various different daffodils. In fact, I, I picked some daffodils um, a couple of days ago and they're, they're all out in indoors. Once you bring them into the warm, they soon come out. But it, it is early, considering we had a really cold snap mm. of about a fortnight. Uh, I'm surprised that, that there are actually daffodils out in the garden now. Toby was saying that he could spot some... Um... I don't know if it's cherry blossom or blossoms on a tree that we can see from our flat. And have you got any got any blossoms yet? No, that's that's called a winter cherry. I should imagine uh, we we used to have one if you remember down the front garden, but mm. unfortunately it was very poor soil, and after it gave up the ghost after about well we had it probably ten years. Um, but that I like used to like seeing that because that is very early. I mean. It, out when it's virtually snow on the ground um, in fact i was thinking of getting a japanese cherry tree to put in its place if um a certain person will greet them huh. <laughs> trees are good trees are good for the environment i can't remember if you still have the buddleia was that gone now in the front garden no we've got we've got various buddleias mm. um about yes the one in the front garden still there and oh, what's the name of that tree that's like right at the front that I used to better jump over. Oh, that fir tree. Yes, it's... it's just a fir tree. It's a, not a funny fir tree. I don't know the name of it. I didn't think it would ever get... Didn't realise it would get as big as that. I was only saying to Mike, gave it a prune this week. I mean, it's had to be pruned. It's had to have the top taken out of it because it it um, would hit the telephone wires. Mm-hmm. Um, but also... a last year i think it was when we had that beast from the east or was that the year before a big trunk um broke off and now mm. it's made it a very interesting shape very mm. quirky mike hates it because he likes everything regimented and <laughs> he'd, he'd cut it down but but i like quirkiness and um mm. it's the most peculiar shape but it is really big it's a good thing deals is here it's a good thing she likes quirkiness deals what with you and me in, in her family, mm. <clears throat> I like ev- everything to just carry on as it would if I wasn't here to tidy up, sort of thing. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have lawn cut, for example. I would, I would leave. I would just have the pathways to walk up and keep those cut. But your father would hate that, and then I would have the um, uh, like a wild flower meadow if I could. So I'd get all the bees and all the pollinators in and things like that. Right, Deals likes bees. Well, he likes he likes um, looking at them anyway. But, uh, you have to be very careful with them, though, Deals. Can't go sniffing them. 
You don't want to get yeah. a bee up your nose. <laughs> I like bees and ladybirds, and I've even got to um, starting now the the, the woodlice. I even rescue them now if they look as if they're in a perilous situation in in the in the sink or something like that. I never oh, really? bother, but the, the woodlice. I don't know where they're the little ones that curl up in a ball. Yeah, um, maybe that's where I get it from because I remember being in the garden and um, making a safe path for a woodlouse who was being attacked by various ants. And I, I, I wasn't very kind to the ants, but that was the only way to, to, <laughs> to let the woodlouse get. Uh, yeah, the survival of the fittest. There was more, more death than there would have been if I hadn't been helping the woodlice. But, uh, <laughs> um, uh, what, what, was, um, what were the flowers that... Um, that you got for your birthday from me that that came instead of the ones I actually ordered because uh, we we got so, we got some that we wouldn't usually have chosen because of the cats the the lilies yes mm. yeah, yeah. The, um, so I have to keep those out of the way because I think there is one type of lily which is okay it's it's not mm. the petals they're not all the leaves they're not going to eat that but it's mm. it's Stain if they the pollen gets pollen, on their yeah. coat and then they they wash their coat you see mm -hmm. so i'm a bit nervous i i put it in a place where the, none of the cats usually go though of course every time i went to give it some water megan had to come and see what i was doing so i had to mm. shush her away but typical cats isn't it you know? originally i was going to get well it was called the lilac collection but i think it it wasn't lilacs because a, a no, it was the colours. Yes. It was the colours. Yeah, I have ordered you something for Mother's Day. I hope this time they send what I actually ordered because I, I what I've ordered is um, it is particularly suited to Mother's Day. So I no, nothing else will do, deals <laughs> other than what I've ordered. Um, didn't didn't you say that what I'd ordered you last year it was still flourishing? Yes, and I'm very pleased with myself keeping that going actually because. Um, uh, usually perhaps they just have a couple of flowers for the next year but i've got quite a few flowers coming on it so i've done you, something what right. was you said i bought it, it was an azalea indoor uh -huh. azalea, indoor azalea. Mm -hmm. and also i was pleased with myself because um we had a um oh, a poinsettia you know the ones with the red leaves mm -hmm. um that they oh. said at christmas last year mm -hmm. and i haven't got the poinsettia flowers but the young leaves have come scarlet and yeah. so it's like a small shrub with these scarlet leaves. And I remember when we were out in Spain once actually seeing a big bush mm. of that, um, just just like that. But um, obviously I couldn't put this out in a, in the garden. It wouldn't survive. But, um, yeah. So. I didn't get one this year because the last few haven't survived very well. Um, but then I had, that, I had that problem I told you about with that. I bought that Christmas cacti which had yeah. all these buds on it, but they all dropped off. And then I looked on the internet and it said that um, when you transfer them from a supermarket, where, if that's where you get them from, yeah. that often happens because the, the temperature is, the, the flowers have perhaps been more artificially... They've know, been grown. brought on in the heat and then mm -hmm. it gets And then you take cold. the cold and they drop back because it looked like it was going to be really good. I mean, the, the plant is still okay, so maybe yeah. it'll do it next year. And some of my orchids... Um, well, there's one that's definitely sprouting. So, it might, the trouble is, all, the the from the from the start to the finish of orchids can be months, can't it? it can take mm. a, few, a couple of months to, to develop the 
the the actual buds and then they open and they're open for a couple of months and then they start to get die and that takes about a couple of months so and, that, and quite often they have a, a little sort of resting period so yeah. you don't want to throw them out straight away because they look dead and then no. suddenly they start they will start sh- shooting the flower um stems again but but he's quite slow there's that weird one i bought last year that had that those things that shoot shot out the middle of them um i, I can't remember what, what that was called now but that, that's grown some a little one at the base whether we can separate it i don't know um, mm. i've got one of your cactus which didn't do anything for ages most most of the cactus that you had from years ago have disappeared Mm-hmm. But I've got one, and that sudden that suddenly started going. Obviously, I repotted it and put it in something that it it's thriving, and it's um oh, it must have be ten times the size it was. It's got lots of little ones on it. Mm-hmm. So when you add it all together, it must be ten times the size it was when I potted it on. So I shall leave it there. It's obviously happy. Yeah, we've got we've got a palm that needs re re um potting you can see it's pushing the earth out so with its roots so you need to get a bigger thing for it but uh, yeah get a sorry. bag of compost a small bag of compost mm. or something be probably because you haven't got much soil under your kitchen window have you i should think for repotting dearly is quite respectful of his plants He's been brought up as that they're members of the family, aren't they, Dios? <laughs> yeah, so your brothers and sisters, so you've got to be good. To but, uh, um, so, so um, uh, is there anything else that, that you're expecting to happen in the garden in the next few weeks? Um, well, it'll be mostly the... Um, I've got a couple of outdoor camellias which should bloom. They're, they're in quite... quite uh, reasonable size buds now um and then it would be mostly the daffodils because we've we've got lots of different types small ones big ones white ones narcissi type jonquil type trumpet type and so the the flowering season can last quite a long time actually you know there'll be there'll be daffodils out for the last for a good month if not five weeks so that'd be nice and the crocus are out as well now in fact they're nearly going over and the primroses of course we've got loads of uh, um as you as you remember loads of primroses that just self-set mm. uh, like a carpet of of the uh flowers so that sounds nice, nice dear stills might come and visit uh, they can sniff around the garden <laughs> i don't think that us three will be very happy. The girls won't be happy. <laughs> oh, well, but Dilly would be carried like a Beth, baby. Beth's not happy because we realised her favourite place to sleep is 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 a beanbag in the study. That is her place. Nobody else sleeps there, and she sleeps there every night. But oh dear, the beanbag was on the floor, so I think I think she fell out of it last night, yeah. and I haven't seen her get back into it today. So. Um, she may be trying to, we'll have to search the house because she'll be in, but she'll have found another or a, a really good hiding place. So It's all yeah. go there, Deals. It's nearly as mad a house as it is here. <laughs> uh, well, thank you for telling us about your flowers and um, happy Mother's Day. Thank you. Three weeks to go. March well, the, the 14th. This-
Yes, by the time this by the time this goes out, it'll be it'll be it'll be then. Yes, don't forget, folks. <laughs> Bye then. Bye. Oh, Paul, are you still there? Uh, yes, Comedy. Uh, thank you for playing that uh, uh, clip. But I, I I need to get back to uh, I need to get back to Ryan. Yes, yes, I, I, I know. I've just had a thought though. Uh, yet Uncle John was doing something with August Evans the other day. Something to do with painting. Uh, there was mention of comic books and... Well, I'm not sure. Let me send you a text. I'll explain. Uh, I know you have to go. Uh, okay, okay, Cromarty, thank you. Uh, okay. Uh, dear, oh dear listeners. Goodbye, Paul. Goodbye. G- goodbye. Uh, de- goodness. I wonder what that's all about. Oh, oh he's, he sent me... Listeners, uh, Cromarty sent me a text. It's amazing the coverage on these uh, uh, text messages, isn't it? Even up in space I'm receiving them. Uh, uh, he says... Okay. Hmm. Yes. Looks like it, Uncle John has been up to something. Uh, I'd better go and tell Ryan. Uh, um, I'd better speak to Yeti Uncle John, but... Uh, hmm. Or maybe not. Um, I'll, let me... Sp- I'll, I'll go and speak to Ryan. Ryan, sorry, sorry about mm-hmm. that. I, I, I've just uh, I just called back my uh, uh, to, to, to my um, uh, co-host Cromarty. Um, yeah, he thinks that um, that that Yeti Uncle John's been up to something with um, our friend August Evans, the, the artist. You remember you remember him? Uh, I he, do. Yeah, um, uh, yeah. He thinks that uh, Yeti Uncle John has been getting him to 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 do some paintings that. Um, might be either related to comic book characters or maybe characters I and mean, they may not even be like earth-based comics but um, I, I'm just I'm just a bit con- concerned that I think I think he's just gone c- c- come with me come with me come with me. Let, let's, let's look this is this is Yeti Uncle John stuff there's definitely some like palettes and stuff and and and, uh, and uh, look you open that one I'll, I'll open this one this box looks very suspicious yeah Oh, oh, the paint's wet. There's some wet paint in here. He's, I don't know what he's been getting August to paint, but um, it, it worries me that um, he, he, he's doing something that's, uh, um, that, that, that uh, might be illegal or... or um, I don't, you don't want him getting us all into trouble. Well, uh, there's comic one, books in this box. Do they look real or do they look fake? Do, do they, uh, do they look, I mean, I mean this one looks like a Superman book, but Superman is green? Oh, well, I mean, where would he get something like that from? And, and is it rare or is it like a knockoff? I, d- I, I don't ever remember anything about Superman being green. I think this may be a knockoff. Oh, dear. He's going to get us into trouble. Um, look, uh, I... Oh, I don't know. Real quick, oh, quick, he's coming back, coming back. Put, put, put it back, put it back, put it back. Put it back. Hello, guys. What, what are you up to? 
oh, nothing. I just, I just, uh, just talking to Ryan. I, I don't think, um, I don't think uh, his his discount uh, will will apply at the Comic Mart. I hope you don't expect to to get any. I mean, we're all just going as, um, you know, uh, 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 as um, customers today. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's 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 fine, Ryan. I, I I don't expect a discount. No, no, no. But uh, uh, um, I, I, I have a few things I might want to sell anyway. Oh, yeah, oh, really? Uh, uh, gosh. Uh, what what kind of things are you planning on selling? Oh, I've just got a few things I, I picked up uh, on on eBay and things. Uh, I, I thought, although they're not that uh, like that valuable uh, back on earth, that they might sell up here. I just, it's, it's nothing. Oh, I think that's it calling. Sorry, I better go. I better, it's lovely to get more time to, uh, to to talk about discounts with you, Ryan. Okay, at the Uncle John. Bye. That sounded. That was dodgy. He's a little bit. Yeah. Um, I have to think about this. How are we going to deal with him? Um, I'll come up with something. I'm usually quite good at coming up with ideas. Um, I think. I think. Um, I think I've got time for a quiz. Are you up for another quiz? I'm up for another quiz. Why not? Yeah. Let, do you think we should do? Perhaps we. Last time we did a film quiz and we did pretty well, but we did. Um, like easy questions. Maybe we should do medium this time. Do you want to do? Do you want to do films again? Uh, I'm, I'm game. Yeah, let's let's stick to something that we were good at as a team. Um, <laughs> oh, now that you said that, <laughs> yeah, we're going <laughs> to be, dread- be doomed. We're going to be doomed. Yes. Uh, select uh, programming this into the. There we go. Medium and uh, oh no, uh, here we go. Right. Um, right, question one: Who played the title role in the 1996 film *The English Patient*? I do know that if I can remember his name. Uh, oh, um, he played John Steed in the Avengers movie as well, uh, and his brother went to my to my school a few years before me. I think. Um, so, um, he's very British. Uh, Ralph. Ralph Fiennes. Fiennes. Yes, Fiennes? That's right. Fiennes? yes, that's right. Yes, 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 that's right. Yes. Uh, you see, we got there together. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Question two: No dragons were harmed in the making of this movie. Is in the credits of which film? Is it one of those cartoons where there's a dragon, or is it? Something like a Harry Potter or the dragons were. It may have been Harry Potter. The only yeah. other thing that I could think of that have a lot, lot of dragons in it is something like Reign of Fire, and the entirety of that movie was them murdering dragons. Yeah. <laughs> what was that thing about how to make how to make a dragon or how to how to tame it? Tame it. There was a yeah. film a bit like that. I don't. Um... I'm thinking it's Harry Potter. Yeah, let's just say that. That sounds very like Goblin yeah. Fire. Yeah. Question three, apart from the special stars, how many categories of stars are there embedded in the pavements of the Hollywood Walk of Fame? Oh, I have no clue for this one. I have been there because I dated somebody who lived in West Hollywood and I went to LA quite a few times, but I'm not sure. I guess we could... So so there'd be like 
this would be movies and TV and radio and maybe music. music. So is there one for like stage and stuff? Yeah, I and I don't I don't know if you get one from being a director. Um, uh, you know, should we say it? let's just guess like eight? <laughs> we have to look that one up after. <laughs> yeah, well, hopefully, yeah, hopefully, yes, we probably won't break it down, but uh, let's just say eight and see. Yes, we could, we could do that once it's finished and see what. To, uh, what I'll do is I'll highlight that one for later. We can stick it into Google afterwards. Question four: Who directed the 1962 film Lawrence of Arabia? I'm think I'm getting David Lean in my head but I'm not sure if that's right uh, any thoughts any ideas David Lean sounds right that sounds yeah. like yeah let's go for that then uh, question 5 the perfume La Interday by Givenchy 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 Givier, yeah, that's right <laughs> was, was, was created in 1957 for which actress mm. oh what was the perfume called again? <laughs> La Interday. Like, la, I can't remember what that means. Um, danger or... I'm going to up that. I'm gonna have to look at what that means now. Sort of, we're having to look up things on, on the internet to, to work out the, what they, the questions even mean. Um, what could be forbidden, La Interday. Um, I'm wondering, like, Audrey Hepburn or 1957... Um, could be, could even be someone like Elizabeth Taylor. Um, could be Marilyn Monroe. Actually, it could be Marilyn Monroe. I wonder if we should say Marilyn Monroe. Potentially? Yeah, difficult. This is another one that I would have, like, absolutely no clue. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just trying to think of, you know, all of the people that I've said of the people that were around in that, at that time. Um, I'm going to, and then that's be cheating to look at what it let it in today meant. Um, uh, it might give us too much of a clue. Um, question six Which two actors have played Obi Wan Kenobi in the Star Wars series of films? Well, Ewan McGregor and Alec Guinness. Yep. Yeah. Question seven Who played the fire chief Michael O'Hallohan in the 1974 film Towering Inferno? Um, I have seen it, but I, I don't think I'd remember names, but I could probably, like Steve McQueen, I, I feel like he was in the Towering Inferno, but I might be wrong. The trouble is, those casts, it's like um, Poseidon Adventure, there are just loads of people in, in those sorts of films, because it's a Irwin Allen uh. disaster movie, it, it was kind of built on the idea of celebrities or famous actors as many as you could get so. I put my money on Steve McQueen okay cool That's, uh, that would be my bet yeah cool oh, well. question 8 what kind of creature is Timon in the Lion King a warthog a rat a meerkat or a lion Timon is a meerkat <laughs> question 9 what role did actor Sean Bean play in the film Goldeneye Oh, I'm not going to... He's played the baddie, but I'm not going to remember the name. Uh, my friend Nick was here. He'd, he'd remember, but... Um, any any clues? I just I just won't remember the... I saw that film quite a few times. I'm just not going to remember a baddie's... You know, a, a character. 
they're gonna have to I don't remember the character's name no I should know this I watched this uh Sean Bean was I think it was Alec T something rather mm-hmm. Trevelyan or something along those lines Trevelyan Trevelyan yeah, that's, well, it's better than better than nothing, which is what I I, <laughs> I, mean, I quite like. That's one, I quite like that one. Isn't it? I used um, to watch those movies religiously. Mm, yeah, we've done episodes on James Bond. Um, we did one episode where we did every single. We talked about every single one, um, and then we did another episode where we talked about the the songs. From James Bond, uh, oh. and uh, I, I don't really like action movies. But I, as I grew up with James Bond, that if I'm going to watch an action movie, then that's I'll, it'll be a James Bond. So um, I, I don't really watch any other ones. I kind of keep myself and kind of James Bonds weren't entirely action. <laughs> they had that like spy stuff in it as well. The yeah. newer ones are more so just action. But we won't talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and and the humor and the stuff and mm-hmm. as well. Um, it was more than just an action movie. Yes, yeah. Um, the Adventure Home is the sequel to which 1993 film? Never heard of that. Uh, Adventure yes. Home is, I believe, the sub subtitle for Free Willy Two. <laughs> Gosh, um, I would never have guessed that. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Question 11. Puss in Boots is a spin-off from which series of animated movies? Ice Shrek. Age, Shrek, yeah. Definitely Mad- Shrek. <laughs> yeah, Madagascar or Toy Story, yes, Shrek. Um, the Question 12. The return to Jaffa, Jaffa, J- Jaffa, um, was a follow-up to which Disney movie, Pocahontas, Mulan, The Hunchback of Notre Dame, or Aladdin? Well, I'm assuming Aladdin. Yeah. Question 13. Basil, Fidget, and Hiram Flavisham are all characters in which 1986 Disney film? Basil... was the last character? Hiram Flavisham. It's not Basil the Great Mouse Detective. Or something. I think that's... uh, The Great Mouse Detective? Because I think Basil was the actual detective, and then mm-hmm. I believe the bat was Fidget. I don't remember who yeah. the last one would be, but I remember Basil and Fidget, sort of. Yeah, is is that what the film's called, Basil the Great Mouse Detective? I think so. Yeah. Okay. I don't think I've ever seen it, but I, I yeah, just kind of, I just just kind of rang a bell. Um, question fourteen. We've got lots of Disney questions. Question fourteen. In what year did Disney release The Little Mermaid? Nineteen eighty nine, nineteen ninety three, nineteen eighty seven, or nineteen ninety one? The original Little Mermaid was, I believe, nineteen eighty nine. Mhm. Um, I don't think I've ever seen that. Um, question fifteen. Tufflet, fish legs, and snout, snoutlout. Uh, oh, this is the. Fi- this is one of the answers in this question. Is, is the name of the film that I was trying to think of earlier. Tufflet, Fishlegs, and Snoutlout are characters in which animated movie? Rango, Megamind, Despicable Me, or How to Train Your Dragon? That's that's what I was trying to think of with that dragon question earlier. Tufflet, Fishlegs. I don't know. This isn't ringing a bell. No, Snoutlout, Fishlegs. Um, isn't Rango about a lizard? Um, Rango is about a lizard. Yeah, maybe we choose that one, but I don't know. I don't. I don't really. I don't think I've seen any of those films. Not even Despicable Me. Um, 
Question 16. Who played King Louis XIV of France and his twin brother Philippe in the 1977 film The Man in the Iron Mask? Oh, um, oh, I should know this. I've seen that movie a million times. Uh, oh, what was your name? Oh, I can picture his face. I can't remember his name. Could you think of it? Could you think of anything else that he might have been in, or what can you describe him? Or DiCaprio, is Leonardo DiCaprio? Isn't that a bit early for? It is very bit... young DiCaprio. Okay. Um, I nearly said Jeremy Irons, but I think that's only because of the word iron being in the. <laughs> <laughs> um, question seventeen: What is the name of the twin sister of the Disney character Donald Duck? Uh, does. Daisy? Daisy Duck? Yeah, Daisy, yeah. Question 18. What does Ariel sacrifice to be given human legs in The Little Mermaid? Her hair, her eyes, her voice, her ears. A fork. Uh, no, it's her voice. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. um, question 19. The 1987 film Roxanne was adapted by actor Steve Martin from which Edmund Rostand play? Um, Ooh, I don't know this one. Uh, I, I don't think I've seen it, but I feel like I should. Um, oh, hmm, I think I'm going to have to pass. Can't. I don't. I don't know that right for a start. But I'm, but I'm trying to think. Uh, it's not Savano de Bergerac or something. Um, that I mean, that. Oh, yeah. Remembering Roxanne had him on the front with the nose, it's probably Cyrano de Bergenac. Yeah, yeah. That's the only reason I'm thinking of it. Um, Question 20. The mother of which fictional film character described life as like a box of chocolates? That's Forrest Gump. Definitely Forrest Gump. Gump, yeah. Right. Let's see. I don't expect us to do as well as that last quiz because these these are harder questions. But, uh, right. Uh, question one, who played the title role in The English Patient? It was Ralph Fiennes. Um, question two, um, we didn't specify which of the films, but it was Harry Potter. Um, it was Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. I think we'll probably get, we should get half marks for that, because we did at least <laughs> say we did at least say Harry Potter. We, found the, we got the right franchise. The um, people listening think we got it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, question three... Um, there are five categories um, of um, special stars. Let me put that. We can. I can stick that question into the in the internet to see what are the uh, apart from special stars. Oh, here are. the categories. The um, the categories are motion pictures, television, recording, radio, and live performances. So okay. it's, the, it's the type of, it's the type of um, like genre or whatever. Um, yeah, I knew it was. I knew it was something a bit like that. But uh, uh, right, um, who directed the 1962 film Lawrence of Arabia? It was David Lean. Um, the perfume La Interday. Well, I know we did. We didn't actually. Mm-hmm. We didn't actually decide on which of the... In fact, I think I sort of erred towards Marilyn Monroe, but um, 
the first one I said was Audrey Hepburn, and the answer is Audrey Hepburn. So I'm not, yeah. Uh, if I was taken by my first answer, <laughs> it, would, it would be Audrey Hepburn. Um, uh, I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure how much of a sort of. Well, she was a fashion icon, so I suppose. Um, which two actors have played Obi Wan Kenobi, Alec Guinness, and Ewan McGregor? We got that right. Mm-hmm. Who played the Fire Chief in Towering Inferno? It was Steve McQueen. Okay. What kind of creature is Timon in The Lion King? He was a mere cat. Um, what role did Sean Bean play ah. in Golden Eye? Um, it was 006, who was Alec Trevelyan. Hey! <laughs> very, well done, very well done. Um, now, uh, The Adventure Home is the sequel to... Well, it's the sequel to Free Willy. Um, but, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's basically... That, basically that's cheating. The movie is Free Willy 2, The Adventure Home. <laughs> yeah. Not yeah. just The Adventure Home. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Puss in Boots is a spin-off of Shrek. The, the Turn of Jaffa is a follow-up to Aladdin. Um, uh, Basil, Fidget and Hiram Flavisham are all characters in The Great Mass Detective. Hey! Uh, what year did Disney release The Little Mermaid? It was 1989, yes. Um, that uh, Tufflet, Fishlegs... Um, etc they are characters in how to train your dragon so how to train your dragon was the answer to one of the questions but not the one i was thinking about <laughs> uh, who played king louis the 14th of france it was richard chamberlain um what is the name of the twin sister of of of, of donald duck it, oh so this is della well who was maybe his wife was oh maybe his, his wife, wife was daisy, daisy. daisy. oops <laughs> <laughs> Ariel loses her voice, um, uh, as you said. Um, the 1987 film Roxanne was adapted from Savannah to Bergerac. So that was that was a pretty good uh, 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 stretch to get that answer. Um, and the mother of Forrest Gump said, "Life is a box of chocolates." Uh, I don't think I realised it was the mother. I thought he kind of said it but um but i guess he did probably quoting his mother but <laughs> um i think we did pretty well so we've got one for our fines well we'll come back to harry potter uh we didn't get the hall of fame we did get david lean mm, we sort of got audrey hepburn uh, <laughs> we got um uh yeah alec guinness was right steve mccream was right meerkat alec trevelyan Free Willy, Shrek, Aladdin, Great Great Mouse Detective, 1989, uh, Her Voice, Savannah de Bergerac and Forrest Gump. And then we got the the half mark, I think. We got 15 and a half out of 20. I think that was, yeah. I think that we did all right. Um, I think we're ready for hard questions next time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because we only got, we got really, there's only a difference of about three three points um, from the yeah, from the the uh, uh, the easy quiz we did, so we've done pretty well. Oh, just sorry, just a minute. It, it's uh, flashing me, as it were. <laughs> Hello, guys. Um, it's time to uh, it's time to beam down to uh, to Saturn. Tell me, Uncle John, will you? All right, it will do. Right, uh, Ryan, we're here. Um, we we, uh, we need to get ready and and get get on down there. Excellent. I will find my spacesuit. And I'll fetch you, Uncle John. 
so um uh do you see much difference in comic marts in saturn uh this one is significantly bigger than the one that was on pluto yes yes that's what, that's what also, i was thinking the floor feels kind of fuzzy which is a little weird yeah slightly sticky mm-hmm. um, and i think it's sort of moving slightly but uh, uh there you go. Uh, I, I don't know where Yeti Uncle John's got to. Um, uh, I think I saw him on the north side of the building. Mm, yes, I think we should. Uh, I think we we need to wind him up a bit, and uh, uh, and yeah, I, I think perhaps that uh, we, we we need to um, uh, set him straight a bit. I think. Uh, uh, are you up for it? I'm definitely up for it. Good. So, yes, Uncle John, have you have you sold much? Uh, oh, 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 uh, a, few, a few bits and pieces. I didn't realise you were over this side of the building. So, well, we, we just thought we'd come and see uh, what, what you were up to. Uh, yes, with all your wares on display on the table. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Lots, lots of lots of wares. Uh, what do you make of these, Ryan? They all look pretty good, but why why is Batman green in this one? Why is why are all the superheroes green? Yes, we were wondering, Yeti Uncle John, where you actually got uh, your stock from, because it, it, it's, you know, we've got an expert here, and, uh, well, you know, if he, he, he doesn't recognise y- y- your wares. I mean, th- these are Earth-based um, uh, comics, aren't they? Uh, yes, from, from eBay, like I said. Hmm. Um, well, I, I, I don't know. Uh, as long as they're not knockoffs or anything. Of course they're not knockoffs, no. Are you sure they're not knockoffs? These all look just ever so slightly off. Like, yeah, yeah. this is a Fantastic Four book, and they're wearing red. Aren't their suits normally blue? That's what I was thinking, yes. Um, I, I, I was just wondering, you know, I, I guess it, I guess it doesn't matter um, as long as you, you got them legitimately, Yeti Uncle John. It's just that, you know, I have seen the art police here, so uh, you, you, you've seen the what? The, the art police. They... they, they you know, in a big event like this, they uh, they have to sort of keep an eye on forgeries, and you know it's quite a big uh, a big um, you know big deal. Uh, yeah, well, um, you know these are genuine. Oh well, as long as you haven't got um, August Evans to, to to knock up some fakes for you, uh, then uh, it's just that when I was I noticed there was some paint leaking out the the bottom of one of your boxes. Uh, no, 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 Paul. Uh, they're all bona fide. Oh well, as long as you say that, that that's fine. Oh, here come the art police. What do you me? Yes, <laughs> so that that's them, isn't it, Ryan? The the, the art police. Oh, yeah, that looks like them. Uh, I've just got to nip off. Just look after the stool. <laughs> all right. Oh, dear, oh dear. Yeti Uncle John. He's so dodgy. <laughs> I think we better. I think we better pack these up before he gets to trouble. Mm, before okay. anyone tries to buy any. Yeah, careful. This 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 paint everywhere. Oh dear. Well, Ryan, thank you for helping out. I, I, uh, I don't know what he thought he was up to, but he could have got himself into all sorts of trouble, I think. But 
Getty Uncle John. I mean, he's 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 a uh, he's an embarrassment. I, I I feel quite embarrassed that you've had to appear on the same show as him. That's no big deal. Things happen, and hopefully he learned a lesson. Yes, well, I'm just glad that we didn't get dragged into it as well. You know, we, we could have ended up on a in prison in, on Saturn, and you would never have got back for your meal t- tonight. Mm-hmm. Yes, well, anyway, at least we're we're on our way back now. So, uh, um, I think uh, before before um, it drops you off, I think we should do um, just a, a few more trivia questions and uh, uh, and uh, 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 are you up for that before uh, do, do, uh, do you want him to drop you off near an off license so you can pick up some uh, some wine for your meal yes please I, yeah. I definitely need to be dropped off near the uh, I can't talk all of a sudden <laughs> <laughs> well, well, don't worry he'll drop he'll drop you off uh, he's still got plenty of time here you know <laughs> If you like, he can drop you off a couple of hours earlier. He can do timey-wimey things. But oh, that's fine. I should get back just in time to add the meatballs to the sauce. Oh, good, good. Oh, the dog's still looking after uh, um, the the pasta. Good. So <laughs> um, okay. Let's let's do some trivia. Uh, which of these superheroines was inhabited by the soul of an ancient Egyptian princess after attempting suicide? Wonder Woman, Huntress, Black Canary, or Hawk Girl? After attempting suicide? Apparently. I mean, if she succeeded, it would have been Hawk Girl. I feel like it's probably still Hawk Girl. Let me have a look. Yes. One of the many incarnations of Hawk Girl, Kendra Saunders' body, was inhabited by the soul of an ancient Egyptian princess after a traumatic event caused her to attempt suicide. That one. That one is slightly off. Uh, uh, yeah. Hawk, Hawk Girl and Hawkman are the generic. I guess incarnations of the destined lovers. They they constantly get reincarnated, but rarely at the same time. And they're they're destined to find each other, fall in love, and then pretty much immediately die. And then the cycle <laughs> begins anew. Uh, like phoenixes, sort of. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Except uh, they're never allowed to be happy. <laughs> oh dear. Um, who was the first costumed superhero? The first costumed superhero. Uh, yeah, I have some. Um, I have some options. What are the options? Arrow, Crimson Avenger, the Phantom, or Superman. Oh, of those ones, I'm probably gonna guess Superman. Okay. Oh no, uh, that's not right. Okay. It doesn't tell me which one is right. So do you want to try try another one? Sure, let's try another one. I think it was probably the Phantom. I think he's before Superman. Yes, the Phantom was the first fictional hero to wear the skin-type costume, which has become a hallmark of comic book superheroes. He first appeared. Yeah, he first appeared in a daily newspaper strip on seventeenth of February, nineteen thirty-six. So, um, at its peak, the strip was read by over a hundred million people daily. Um, so, there we go. Well, I think I'm getting I'm getting flashed out again by by Ick. But I think that means he's ready for you to to, 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 to beam down. So, uh, well, thank you very much, Ryan, for joining us again. Uh, I, I do hope um, I do hope that uh, uh, you, you might come back on the show again. We haven't put you off, have we? Absolutely not. I always have a good time. Oh, good, good, good. Um, I was I was hoping I, I was I, I've got to, I've got to get the dates, but I'm, I think that uh, August Evans is going to have a, a, a gallery exhibition thing. So um, I, I just wondered if perhaps you could 
you know, take, come, come and get some, come and have some free free food, but uh, help out as well, and, and it would be a, a fun chance to to hang out with us all. Uh, but I'll, absolutely, I'll, yeah, I'll give you the dates. And uh, anyway, um, well, thank you so much, and, and thank you, listeners, for for listening. And uh, do join us again soon. And uh, yeah, and hopefully we'll we'll see Ryan again soon, and, and uh, we'll beam him beam him down now. And uh, and uh, yeah, we'll say goodbye for now. Bye. Bye bye. This show is part of the Pride 48 Network. Find more shows over at pride48.com. Oh, such mysteries. <laughs> yeah, Yeti. He's crazy. Oh, I have a voice. I have a voice. You have a voice. You have a voice. We have a voice. We have a voice. Unique voices in podcasting. Univospods.net. Hi, Ryan. How are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? Oh, I'm all right. You, you get home okay? I did. Just enough time. Oh, good, good, good. I, I, I was worried you might miss your meal. Did, did, uh, did you get the, the wine you wanted? I did. I got a nice Cabernet Sauvignon. And it went down well? Mm-hmm. It was a good choice. Oh, good. And the dogs uh, enjoyed their cooking? They they did sample a little bit of it, which I was kind of upset by, but the, there was enough to still have a meal. Oh, that's fine. Did, did they use their tongues to stir the mixture, or did they use put a spoon in their mouth and stir the mixture? I'm hoping for the spoon. If oh. it was the tongue, I'd just... I don't oh, want to think about it. It's too late. <laughs> too late now, but... Uh... Okay, I've got some more trivia for you. Who was Elvis Presley's favourite superhero? Oh, I have no idea. <laughs> so you've got the option of Batman, the Silver Surfer, the Green Hornet, or Captain Marvel Jr. Oh, I'm going to say Captain Marvel Jr. Never heard of Captain Marvel Jr. It's Shazam. Uh, uh, yes, you were right. Elvis Presley loved reading comic books as a boy. His favourite hero was Captain Marvel Jr. In fact, according to legend, it was this character that inspired his jet black hair with the curl hanging down in the middle of his forehead. Ooh. Okay, so um, two more. What year was the first modern comic book printed? 1925, 1933, 1917, or 1938? Oh, that one I don't know either. I've never heard that. I wonder if we could work it. What was that one about the first... Um, there was... Uh, that was about the first costumed... We, we did one about the first costume superhero... Um, I wonder, should we go for 1925 or 1933? 1938 seems a bit too close to the... No, that can't be because... because 19, that, that... I, th- I think it's 1933 <coughs> because I'm thinking it's Famous fu- famous Funnies, which would have started in 1933. Yes, you're right. Oh, it's quite a long one. Um in 1933, publishers of Eastern Colour Press, looking for a way to make better use of their printing equipment, which frequently sat idle between jobs, came up with the idea of printing an eight-page comic. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Um, the result was the first modern comic book containing reprints of newspaper comic strips. Uh, it was titled Funnies on Parade. And, uh, yes. 
There's, there's quite a lot. There's quite a lot. <laughs> uh, but anyway, yes, yes. Um, and now the last one is who is Luke Cage's best friend and longtime partner in crime fighting? Iron Fist. Okay, you've got Iron Fist, Human Torch, Doctor Strange, or Daredevil. Definitely Iron Fist. Iron Fist. Luke Cage frequently teams up with fellow superhero and close friend Iron Fist, who was also his original Heroes for Hire partner. Mm, that's mm. that. Heroes for Hire. <laughs> Sounds <laughs> intriguing. <laughs> but, uh, well, we've got loads of loads more. I shall save this website. We've got at least another ten pages, if not more. <laughs> so you'll have more. You'll, you'll have, I'll, I'll, be, I'll be testing you again next time. <laughs> Oh well. Anyway, well, I'm, I'm glad you got back. Okay, just just wanted to check on you, and uh, um, I, I, I'll get those dates that I promised you for the uh, when we're going to do the gallery thing. I need to speak to August Evans, but uh, hopefully we'll we'll see you again soon. Sounds good. Keep me posted. We'll do. Well, I'll stop it. I'll stop it and start it. The recording bit. Um, okay. Can you hear? Your father's got the music on. Can you hear that? I can hear it a bit. Do you, want, do you want me to shut the uh, door? Yes, please, because I might get copyrighted otherwise. Oh yeah, don't, I don't want you to. Yes, don't want you to get copyrighted. We were only talking about that um, today, actually, because they had a. An advert on and your dad said do they get royalties every time they they play it you know with an advert or do they get permission and pay some money or well, i don't know how it works or is it depending on how old it is they might have paid a, a one-off truck you know a one-off amount or something is he torturing that cat he's no. teasing that teasing him isn't he no he's come back into he no he's He's guiding Toby onto the table, saying, "Come, I want to sit on the table. You need to must adore me." And now Toby is giving him like a, a sort of massage and massaging his tail. <laughs> and uh, that, now he's saying, "Now he's saying, sit down. Yes, yeah, sit down. Good slave. Good human slave." <laughs> he and, that, and now he's trying to roll up his sleeves so that that uh, Dealey can lick his arms. <laughs> He's not sure though. He's like, I'm not doing that today. <laughs> no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> Tell him to put his head there and see and see if he pulls his hair like Amy did me. <laughs> no, he has lick, I'm sure he's licked his head. Has he licked, he's licked your head, hasn't he? What? Oh yeah. Yeah, he has licked his head. A- Amy tries to deflee me. I see. Mum says that one of our cats de- is trying to do deflee her, like, <laughs> like nipping. Keep pulling it. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> Are you going to be quiet now, dears? We might as well talk about the Mother's Day thing now because I won't have to. Read. I can include some of this if I need to. We could work the wine thing into the uh, when we're on the spaceship. We could. I like. I like the way we do these episodes where we kind of <laughs> we kind of bring everything into the into the mix. <laughs> <laughs> been recording for three hours this afternoon but i have had a rest oops and then what have i clicked, have I clicked now no i don't want to oh. click the microphone i just wanted to click my volume up because you've uh, been busy yeah recording recording with my friend nick well i subjected him to years of crazy sutton park in the 90s so 
Um, <laughs> I've kind of got we have a kind of agreement that we'll do more serious episodes or relatively sensible episodes when we record. Uh, we did an article about a British TV program from the seventies for another podcast that we we're involved in. And ah. I don't like doing my articles by myself, so I tend to, and he doesn't like doing them by himself, so we tend to try and join up to do our articles. And uh, but then we did a whole episode about three random years and talked about film the films that came out those years um, okie dokie that's uh, that's everything I think uh, I will save that uh, comic book trivia that was quite a good one uh, that was a, a random page I just the first, one of the first ones that came up well, yeah, unlucky then yeah keep us going for episodes and episodes <laughs> uh, dear oh dear um, yeah I'll, I'll write some more notes for that uh, work out what I want to do for sure uh, we'll do it you know, I think it works quite well having a little story but also having the trivia and, and silly I'll think of some silly questions some silly letters from dogs again <laughs> I think we're going to do some trivia. How, how far are we from from, from uh, 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 Jupiter? Just checking that it was Jupiter. Uh, <laughs> uh, Saturn, wasn't it? <laughs> oh, yeah, Maybe? probably. Uh, Saturn, yes, well done. Let's do that bit <laughs> again. Uh, um, so uh, so uh, are we anywhere near Saturn yet? Nope. Oh, good. Well, time, time for me to do some trivia. Yes, yes, no problem. Uh, no. Uh, cheers, cheers. Oh, he's gone. Oh, dear, oh dear. It's all go today, isn't it? Oh, well, Ryan, I'm so glad you agreed to, to come on. Sorry, I was talking. Well, Ryan, I'm very glad you... No. <laughs> <laughs> my tongue is too big for my mouth. Um, well, Ryan, I know... <laughs> Well, Ryan, I'm so glad that you joined me again to come to another Space Comic Mart. You, you must have really enjoyed that last one.